Hello, this is Julian Clary. Christopher Biggins. Toby Sawyer. Bridget Fairbrough. Hayley Coppett. Stuart McConey. No, Mark Gatiss. And on a Tuesday night, I want you all to listen to... Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. Tuesday Night Out. On WFM. It's not just for the gays. Any old riffraff can tune in. So stay in and listen. podcast from the gay show tuesday night out downloading this show doesn't mean you're a gay and anyway nobody knows you're listening Frankly, no. Oh, fair enough. No, that's what you're going to be about it. Then you can just baby. sod off. That's it. I watched a very good program about them the other night. 
Did well, you about really? electronic well, music and synth music on oh, the Was that the one on BBC Four? Four, yes, I was all high. I, I meant to watch it and I forgot. Yeah, oh, I've watched on DVD. Oh, oh, have oh, it. Thank yeah. you very much. Oh, yes. So here we are again. Ah, yes. Oh. It's Tuesday. Yes, we're here. We're queer. And we're not going shopping. No. Because it's wet outside. It's awful, isn't it? Oh, it's gone remarkably oh, moist. Not very nice. So I don't like it. This is the show for the LGBT community of Withenshaw and Manchester. Or as we like to say, LGBT people. Indeed, they do our day. Mm. And what have we got coming up tonight? Well, first and foremost, before we do that... Yes. You're looking remarkably good for someone who was in a coma two weeks ago. I know. Oh. I tell you, you sent you playing that Shakespeare's sister for me all week. Uh, no. On a constant loop was worked and I've come out of my coma. Mm. And the swelling's gone down as well, you noticed? Yes, I've noticed. You yeah. don't look like a rugby ball. Or a chipmunk. No. No, I've gone... It was only life. one wisdom tooth, though. It was only one wisdom tooth. Oh, yeah. And I was only out for an hour. There are people who've had worse in growing toenails than you've I had. Know, I know, But the thing is, two days later, mm-hmm. found a bruise on my chest. <gasps> what were they doing to me while I was in that surgery? Oh, touching you up. What, with a hammer? Yes. Oh, okay. That's probably what they like doing. So, yes, you wonder what... That's why I wanted the general anaesthetic, because otherwise I could have seen them kneeling on my chest yes. with, a, with a big, massive pair of pliers and, stuck. And a power drill down and, your and throat. It, exactly. Oh, Yes. Nasty gash. They said, oh, you're only under for ten minutes. I know, it was an hour. Yeah. Because I sent a text message with me before, and going, thank you and goodbye. So yeah. Oh, God. But I survived. You queen. I survived. Oh, yes. thank so you yes. and goodbye. Yes. Oh. So what have we got coming up on tonight's show? Well, tonight's show, as you said earlier on, we have a cornucopia of When did I say cornucopia? In the car to me earlier oh, on. I was say, it wasn't on, it wasn't on air, was it? Mm? No. I haven't got the flash. Oh, it is. Yes, go on. Uh, we've got all sorts coming up tonight. You can tell we're, we're massively uh, well organised, as always. Yes, my computer's just asked for a restart. It's only been on two minutes, and it's just said, "Can you restart?" <laughs> well, it's going well. It's going well. It's going well. It's going well. Yes, we've we, got we, a guest. We, guests. Guests. Only one of them is live. Yes. Yes, and the others are dead. The other one's half half cut from the from the sound of her a little <gasps> earlier on. Oh so, well, well. Yes, you'll be fine. Oh. You've not been drinking, have you? No, he's not been drinking. Oh, good. But, but our star guest, yes. famous person, yes. coming on this evening. Yes, we've, we've got, we, we're returning to us. She normally pops up at Eurovision. She does. But she's popping up tonight owing to her having a new single out. She has indeed. Mm. And that yes. will be the... Once every seven years is all right, really, for releasing a single. The mm. lovely Nicky French. Indeed. So we've got mm. that coming up. We've also got Drew, who is going to tell us all about his hotel. <laughs> and why called it easy. Mm. 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 You can tell us a little bit about that later mm. on. I'm sure Freud would have something to say. Hi, this is Bonnie Tyler. You're listening to Tuesday Night Out. But we've got a guest. We need to get on with this guest. Otherwise, he'll be gone before we're the show uh. over. Now, I'd like to welcome you Drew. He's tea already. Oh, was he? Oh. Anyway, get him another cup of tea. So, Drew, yeah. well, welcome to Tuesday Night Out. Thank you. You are the owner yes of, of which hotel in manchester um easy sleep on canal street okay yeah. and it's uh, it's d- why is it called easy sleep let's go that one first we said we were. right um well everyone always asks or some people get confused and think it's something to do with easy jet um, but it's not it's about e-a-z-y sleep and the z it's nothing about being an easy lay then either. it's not no in it's the village, nothing to do with sleazy sleep either or anything oh, is that like what it's that. called as well that's what some people like to oh. call it and which is a bit unkind isn't it really <laughs> But um, no, I chose easy with a Z because the Zs go up 
on our logo upwards to represent sleep. Yeah, they do, don't yeah. 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 yeah, And it's easy to book a room, and you know, it's just an easy business model. And so I thought it was quite a good name, and people remember it. So excellent. So tell us where about some Canal Street you are. Um, we're opposite Eden. Uh, we're next door to Villaggio Restaurant and Bar Below. Right. Um, so really good location, right on Canal Street itself. Brilliant stuff. And you don't look. Like older than twelve. <laughs> what are you doing? Feel it. What are you doing owning a hotel? Um, it was all a bit random, really. I finished uni and then did a business course, and then basically couldn't get a job. And thought I don't want to wind up doing something I really hate. You know, like some temping well, welcome job. Welcome to our world. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a bit of a gamble, and everyone was saying, "Don't do it," especially my family. Really? Um, yeah. Supportive of them. It, it is, isn't it, really? Um, but yeah, it looks like it's paying off. The hotel's doing really well, so. Excellent. Yeah. So you, you, you did, oh, I looked into you, you were in the evening news and on different websites and stuff, and so you yeah. did it all up yourself, didn't you? Yeah, I did it all on my own, yeah. Brilliant stuff. And uh, so you've gone through, how many rooms have you got? 13, but we're expanding already, so we should have about 20 by the new year. Where are you putting them? There's, um, we've got the property at number 38 and the property at number 4. 42 and the middle building's currently offices but we're going to be expanding into there you're banging on the wall late at night to make Literally. them move out and things like that and yeah. putting things through <laughs> the letterbox no you're not doing that <laughs> so you're you really business are doing that well you're expanding already yeah, yeah, yeah. it's stuff. done really well so we're pleased so we want to open an easy sleep Liverpool if it takes off we'll have to wait and see Excellent, look at you uh, So how much, did, how much money did you start it with? Um, I'm not allowed to say the previous owner would be annoyed with me What, Rembrandt? Yeah no, it's not. It was. Um, well, they sold the Rembrandt on, and then they sold. They were, wanted to sell them both on together. Right. But the guy who used to own the Rembrandt sort of got saddled with what was the Rembrandt annex, which I've turned into Easy Sleep. Right. So yeah, because people might know because people might not go to Canal Street very often, but know the old uh, old Rembrandt. Yeah, that's so right. It was their but little annex, just a bit. It's all down been the road. refurbished now. It's much nicer than it was. Have you taken the chains off the wall? Um, Yes, we have. Oh. No, they weren't really there. Cancel my booking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so, you st- but you didn't start with much money, did you? You've no, it, it was all done on a shoestring. Exactly. Yeah. It's what, that was what I was trying to get, wasn't that? That's the, the yeah. Trying to get, you've made it for two pound fifty, and uh, yeah. So, uh, what's the what is the ethos behind it? What's the idea behind your? Hotel? Well, just you know, there's just millions of overpriced hotels in the city centre, like you know, big chain ones, and it's not what people want at the minute. They don't want to be spending 80 quid for a a single room with fancy wallpaper and a, like, tapestry carpet. They just want somewhere clean and comfortable where they can get their head down after a night out. £1.20 for a crunchy and things like that in a hotel room. I'm not going to suggest that we know anywhere that would do that. You know, we did put the crunchy back. (laughs) He walked in and went, oh, there's a crunchy there. I looked at the price, he said, £1.20. That wasn't an easy sleep, that was No, you don't do crunchies, do you? We don't, no. No. But yeah, we just offer clean and comfortable ensuite rooms and you know, minimal cost, and it's what people want, especially at the moment. So it's, it's been doing good, really yeah. well. Excellent. So, so it, is it the usual sort of bed, ensuite, telly, tea, and coffee making? Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah, yeah. But pretty much but, it. But all the rooms have been like newly carpeted and redecorated, mm. and new beds. So it's really nice. So, that's and we've had very good reviews on the internet on TripAdvisor and everything. Oh, so have you? I don't know. People can be quite venomous on there, really, about hotels, but we've had some glowing reviews. So, especially them puffs. 
exactly yeah, yeah especially one of the worst queens. Oh, yes. oh nightmares i've i've dealt with them for years you know yeah i'm not one myself yeah. but i've had a, i've known a few mm. yeah especially yeah. when they're like i'm paying 25 pounds for this room and i expect uh, uh, uh. so you yeah. can you can tell us we're going to play your uh, your song in a second yes. so you can dedicate some but you can tell us a few more stories about what's happened okay. in the hotel if you want yeah. afterwards after yeah let me, i'll have to wrap my brain but there are some horror stories yeah are there any funny ones there are some funny ones yes okay brilliant we'll come back to that but who you've, we, you're going to play we're going to play you a track yeah what, what's the track um it's my favorite song don't laugh uh, stars are blind but uh, I, <laughs> it's a nice song you'll see when you listen to it anyway. okay and are you dedicated this to anyone yeah to hannah and uncle philip okay Cause I don't 
word I'm looking for is gay. That was Drew's favourite song. Yes. Mm. Uh, I love it. Do you not prefer the uh, the original by UB40? No, it's, it's different. If you listen <laughs> oh, to it. Oh, is it slightly yeah. different? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, they did try to sew for it, but lost. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that. Oh, oh. no, you don't. Oh, you, you know everything oh, about oh, Paris Hilton. We've got gossip. Oh, marvellous. But speaking of gossip, yes. Are you going to do it? Oh, shall I introduce? Go on then. <clears throat> Have you got the song on? Make no, no you, you, pass me the iPod. You get the iPod. You get that. We're not very well. You get that. Carry on, ladies and gentlemen. Making a wondrous return to Tuesday night out. It is the marvellous, nay, lovely Nikki French. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I was trying not to make a noise laughing there. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't be laughing at us, though, would you? Talk about a big build-up. Good dear, oh dear. I tell you. We, we, like, to, we like to build you up, you That know. was fabulous. Thank you, guys. I know. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm not too bad. You know, year older. Oh. Not much wiser. Yeah, I know that one. Stone fatter. <gasps> <gasps> I know that one very well. Th- that was me I was talking about, of course. Oh. Not Anthony. Oof. Slim and svelte. Yes. Ah, so uh, anyway, you, you've got you've got a single A out. Oh, you got a new single, yeah. Tell us all about. Oh well, it's called. Well, it was originally just called No Smoke, which was lovely and easy to announce. Nowadays, it's called Ain't No Smoke. Open brackets without fire. Close brackets. <laughs> why, why has it got all posh then? <laughs> I know. I'm not quite sure why they changed the title, but anyway. Um, I first heard it a couple of years ago and um, said to the record company, I really, really love this song, I want to record it. And um, in a very, very short version of the whole story, um, I did. And um, <laughs> that, Yeah, that is, that is the shortest version of the <laughs> yeah, story, yes. Yeah. short version. Yeah. Oh, there, there was lots of stuff before that and after that and goodness knows what. But, um, and I performed it when I was in Brazil um, uh, a, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I performed it with the live band. Wow, that was so much fun. Should we it now was refer- quite a rocky number, so, sh- so it really worked with the band. Should we now refer to you as the globetrotting Nikki Fred? Oh, Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Are you the, big the, down the, under? The multi, the multicultural. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's been a long time since you recorded a single. It certainly has. Um, I mean, the previous one was the sort of officially 2006 version of Totally Clips. Um, mm which was all re-recorded, but um, actually didn't get released until, I think, 2007. Um, and so, yes, it's, it's a good two years since I've, since I've actually released anything. I have recorded some tracks, um, but we've never felt the impetus to actually release them as singles. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not very often out of the studio or out of the plans for recording. So, um, you know, the, the next idea will be the album and goodness knows what. So, and we've already recorded one or two tracks for that. But, but when, when do you find the time? Because knowing from what I've seen on Facebook of you, <laughs> um, you, you don't actually really ever have a second free. No, because I'm too busy playing tennis. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Oh, we'll get you on the tennis again. Yes. I do. I keep going out and playing tennis at the moment. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I don't have what would be classed as a day job anymore. So so a lot of my time is at home. Mm. And I, I work on the computer all day. And I work... Oh God, I'm still, still ploughing through my year-end accounts at the moment. Oh, I'm nearly Oh, it's there. a fun life, isn't it? Oh, oh it's horrible. And because I spent three months in Ireland last year I was there, there was like a, a stretch of that where it's all paid in euros and everything I bought was in euros mm. and it's oh it's just a, I mean oh dear have you thought of hiring an accountant oh, I have 
accountant. Why is but he I not doing still make you do loads of work, though, don't well, they? Well, I, I sort of get, get all know. the gist, you know, I get all the stuff ready and then pass it to him and he, he does his, you know, waves his magic wand and sorts it. Do you, have, do you have a book for him and a real book or something? Like that? <gasps> you know, they used to do with EastEnders <laughs> and things like that. <laughs> I have to say, was it last year? He said to me, <laughs> the amount that you've put down with all your receipts for expenditure and the amount of your income, he said, I'm afraid you've got to find some other some other payments from somewhere because they just don't tally. <laughs> so I had to go through my diary and find all these things where, you know, there was um, sort of little, little amounts hmm. paid yeah. here We best there. not go into your financial affairs. <laughs> We'll, we'll be having a trial in a minute. Ken Doddle walked through the door. <laughs> yes, is it, is it lo- like all the MPs' me. expenses? You've taken enough of my money, thank you very much. Yeah. Please don't take any more. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So the last time we spoke to you, it was just before Eurovision, wasn't I it? Was. Yes. Yes, because yes. I was, I was um, on tour with Menopause, wasn't I? Yes. Were you? Are <laughs> <laughs> you through that <laughs> Menop- <laughs> Menopause the musical. So oh, yes. <laughs> oh, d- d- at least I remember. Yes. Yeah. But I remember you were going to sit on your own and get very drunk in the Liverpool Hotel or something, weren't you? We were, I'm just trying to think where we were. I think, was it in Lincoln? I thought it was Liverpool. No, you, you, you were in, you, were you in, in Scotland Liverpool. and you were going to be in Liverpool? Yeah. No, I can remember mm, where I can drunk. remember the the backstage area and the because the the others had all gone to the bar. Yes, actually, it wasn't Lincoln because I remember you went up some steps to the bar and I had to come away from there. Oh, let me get me Derek Akora. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> fun though but anyway but yes no I, I remember that very clearly yes that was after the first or second semi-final wasn't it it was yes yeah. yes and did you watch the actual final um did I watch the actual final yes I did yes because I had a gig that night I'd done Blackpool Pride in the afternoon and um then got to Liverpool for the mm. gig and got to the hotel room literally um about 30 seconds before the programme <laughs> started and just stayed in my room. I got room service. Um, there were two other singers in the room with me, and um, we, we just sort of watched the whole thing. It was fantastic. Brilliant stuff. Yes. The like the life of a, of a star. Eh? I know. <laughs> Sitting there eating burger and chips in the hotel room. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and, <a bottle> of <laughs> wine. and I'm just I'm just looking on the the Runcorn and Witness Runcorn and Witness Weekly News. Okay, and apparently you're joining the uh, joining them in Panto in Rancorn. I certainly am. Yes, you're coming up our neck of the woods at Christmas. I'm going to be up there. Oh, we'll we'll, we'll have to come and see you. I think so. Which, which Panto are you in? I'm in Cinderella. Oh, who are you playing? I am the fairy godmother, my darling. <laughs> Fabulous. You oh. shall go to the ball. You've, you've, got, you've, <laughs> got, you've got Sid Little on with you as well. I know Sid Little and Leah Bracknell. Yes. She, she's uh, out of Emmerdale. Was she Zoe Tate? Yes. Oh, and funnily oh, enough, I was, it was weird. I'd spoken to my mum um, the other day on the telephone, and she was saying, she keeps on forgetting the name of it. She keeps saying, where is it you're doing panto this year? So I keep saying it's Runcorn, Mum. It's near Liverpool. It's Runcorn. <laughs> That's right. She said I knew it began with an R. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we were talking about who else was in it. And at lunchtime, I'm I'm a doctor's addict. Doctors on BBC One. Are you? In the I love it. Okay. And suddenly there was Leah Bracknell in the program. Uh-huh. <laughs> there I thought. My goodness, I'm going to be meeting her in a few weeks' time. Excellent. Do you think it's gone downhill since Christopher Timothy's not in it anymore? Do you know, I don't, <laughs> because they've taken it in a totally different direction. Um, it, it's, it's clever, because what they've done, 
they've found some characters that you really you don't immediately like. Yeah. You know, there's there's this um the doctor is it Zara or something. I mean, she's so unlikable, but then you see this vulnerability every so often and so you realize, oh, actually hold on, there's a there's another side to her. And Lily, you used to sort of think that she was just really cold and horrible and heartless, and yet she's very vulnerable and Oh, I, I love it. I really enjoy that programme. See, what I like about interviews with the Nicky French is the fact that we start off with Nicky French <laughs> has got a new single and we move straight away to Doctors via <laughs> like tennis. On the website. Everyone always comments on the fact you start off with, you know, who won X Factor last night or something like that. And then by the, by the sort of 20th post, it's turned into the third shopping aisle in Sainsbury's. Th- yes. You know, how dare oh, I like they that sell one. pinned peaches at such a price. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's amazing. The, the, the tangent, it, everything goes off on a tangent on my, on my website. So it's, it's the, I guess it's something to do with me. <laughs> no, surely <laughs> not. Perish <laughs> <Never. laughs> the thought. I was getting wounded edgeways. Never. <laughs> so when do you actually start rehearsing for this one in Runcorn? We then? When start, we start annoying on the you? 30th of November. Oh, you're so not I'll long be, now. I'll be going up there on the 29th. Mm. Have you ever been to Runcorn before? I don't think I have. Hmm. <sighs> okay. uh, which 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 venue is it? I'm looking forward to finding the um, the huge supermarket and the organic shop and um, and the fitness and leisure centre right next to me. I'm, I'm looking forward to all that. Oh, excellent! Oh. It's in the place called the Brindley. Oh, it's at the Anthony. Brindley. Have you been? I've been to the Brindley. Yes. 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 It looks a very nice theatre. Is it all right? It is nice. Yes, it is. It is actually. It is actually a very nice theatre. Oh, I've, okay, I've had a panini in the cafe upstairs. Oh. We don't want to know about your sexual exploits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are modern then. They do panini. No, they do. Yes, I know. Panini. And they've got hot and cold running water in that electricity as really? well. <laughs> yes. It's not just you down south people that get it. Oh, no. <laughs> It's only allowed on for two hours a day, mine. But, oh, you know, God. We've still got, we've I did actually say, because I'm, I'm staying in digs, obviously. I don't think, I don't, don't think driving from um, south east, you know, from the south side to, um, to Runcorn each day would really do me. Not well, really. Because I, 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 I seem to remember the last time I spoke to you, not on this station, on, on that Gadio thing, you were, you were doing your panto down, down south. And, and, you said, and you said you were doing it because you could drive there and drive home. Yeah, and I just sat there and thought I, to myself, Runcorn... Yeah, no, I, I paid for that dearly because what was, I, I mean, it was great. It, it was an hour there, an hour back in the mm. car, which was fabulous. But the problem was, you'd le- I would leave at, say, oh, I don't know, seven in the morning to get there in time to get ready for a 10 o'clock show. Yeah. And then you'd stay and you'd do an afternoon show and then you'd get home and you'd be so shattered that all your plans of eating healthily and preparing <laughs> food and so when you got in... Not even enough time to crack open a bottle of wine. Well, exactly. There's oh. always it, time for a bottle of wine. It actually ended up... I was, I was pretty ill just before Christmas. Oh, dear. Um, and it, it, it really did take its toll. So I learnt with that one, and, and very quickly, when I was ill, I, I decided I've got to just stay here. And the last few weeks, I stayed up there. Yeah. And, um, oh, it was so much better... Well, if if you come, if 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 you you know, if you get bored of your digs in Runcorn, you're more than welcome to come and see us here. Oh, thank you yeah, so much. You won't notice I don't know quite what I'm going to be staying in because I did say to the woman, um, "Does do you do caravans have a in Runcorn?" In the room, and she said, uh, "No." So I said, oh, that's okay, because I was planning to buy one. And she said, no, we were going to put a fridge in there, but um, there's not really any room. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so no. I don't know what I'm staying in. You're about to hang them in a plastic bag out the window. That's what we do. 
I've, I've just had a message come up on Facebook from my other half, and he says, I'll cook a coma one night if she fancies it. Oh, bless! So, there you go. And you could come and stand round the piano and have a sing-song. It's well, a bit out of which, tune. Are we allowed to do a little link here? Go on, then. To the 26th of November, just before Panto starts, mm. I'm doing a very special show down in London. Fair London. Oh, we don't go there. Oh, yes, you invited me to... And I did actually to... mention to you, mister, mm. about accompanying me. Yes, and, and then, oh, God, his phone's going off and playing... <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, and, and, and then I heard, then oh, I heard, then I heard nothing, and I was, I was sat there going, what, what does she want me to oh, play? Bless. I just thought, oh, no, I mean, we'd never be able to rehearse. No, I know. But, no, I'm doing a very sort of um, stripped-back um, performance, basically, oh. which... It's um, just me and um, a pianist on the grand piano in a church, the, mm. the Actors' Church in Covent Garden, Ooh. singing like we did on the... Um, on, on the... The matinee. The matinee... Um, 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 oh, gosh, broadcast. That's the word, Nick. <laughs> yes. Um, Get your teeth in, I'm love. That's sorry, it. You know. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm doing a matinee. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, that, it's not that bad yet. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Um, yes, we're doing a, a, a performance of just me and the piano, um, doing sort of songs from shows you can't and afford my favourite old standards, and uh, Ooh, it's, right. it's very daunting. I still haven't worked out the set list yet, and it's it's just so daunting thinking I've got to do like sort of two half hours mm. of just me singing with a with a pianist. It's, it's you'll be very f- scary. You'll be fine. It's just trying to think of the songs to do and you know i'm not a huge fan of the very very modern musicals i've not even seen wicked i mm. mean that's terrible and and so you know a couple of people have said oh do such and such you know and i'm thinking i've never even heard of it <laughs> yeah no don't do things you don't know no, I, I always find not. that that to be a, a bit a bit of a bit of a bad idea exactly i was looking through some music tonight and i was thinking well i could probably learn the lyrics to this properly because i you know there's lots of songs that <laughs> you know the gist of but you've never actually learned the lyrics i could do <laughs> no, actually, I know the lyrics no, to that one. I more like If I Were a Bell from Guys and Dolls. That was okay. what I was looking at. <laughs> oh, right, then. I don't know that Not one. Not the ketchup song, oh, you don't then. Know that you one. know. No, because I'm gay. It doesn't mean I know all these, <laughs> all these, these musical numbers. Oh, no. it's a fabulous song. Right, uh, Nikki, I'm afraid I'm, I'm being told by Murray that we've got to <gasps> play. We've got, that? we've got to play your song. I hope you will. We yes. are going to play it now. We're oh, going to, we're going have to you play- bought it yet? Yes, he's, I did. No, he's bought it. I bought no. I bought three of it. I bought three versions on iTunes. They've only charged me for one. How good is that? Oh, that's even better. Yeah, because I, I wasn't. They put down twenty-eight sales. Oh, is that all you've got? I've no oh, idea. Most of them are me. Well, I haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> oh well, I've got. I downloaded three versions. There's like the shorter ones because I wasn't sure which one was which and the best one to play. Oh, and thank now, you. And now, so I've, I've bought three, and I don't know which one this is going to be, but I'm going to play one of them because there's oh. two. There's two quite dancey ones, and then there's the radio idea, and I thought the other two are dancey ones are a bit nicer actually. Oh. So I'm going to play this one. Do you want to introduce it? Okay. Go on. Um, then. I don't know which version this is. Oh, they're all the same. Me, Nikki French, with the new track, "Ain't No Smoke Without Fire." Let my heart rule my head You really got to me 
Flustered here. So that was Nicky French's new one. You wouldn't have guessed it and was Nicky French, French, would you? No, you'd never know. No, no. Did we say anything for twenty minutes? No, uh, you don't have to. You don't have to speak uh, when you get Nicky French on. It's marvelous. It's fabulous. Isn't Monologue. It, it wasn't, wasn't it indeed. It All about doctors. I don't even know why he's doctors. So we never seen. Do- oh, it's been going for years on BBC it's One. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yes. <laughs> it's tripe, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's all right. Because I knew. Because didn't <gasps> Diane Keaton? Didn't she used to be in it? Or something. No. Years ago. So. Christopher yeah, Timothy. Christopher was in Timothy it, was in it. Yeah. I think. Not that I've ever watched it. Uh, I just listened to the radio. Mm. So yes, that was uh, that was lovely, Nikki French. That was her lovely new single, which was uh, "Ain't No Smoke." Brackets open without brackets fire, without fire, uh, close brackets. And you can come with us to see her in Panto. Mm. Uh, at the Brindley. At the Brindley. This is fabulous. You can come on. Where's, I've lost the page. That oh. starts. Da, 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 you can go tickets at www.thebrindley.org.uk, mm. and you can get. Uh, it's. Uh, I'm trying to find. Oh, uh, December the 11th to January the 10th. Marvellous. Indeed. So I think we're going to pop along there. Yes. Shall we have the Tuesday Night Out bus? Oh. There isn't one. No. No. 
Never mind. We Drew, call, why don't we call it the Tuesday Night Out Christmas Party for this year? Indeed. We've done bingo. We did, but no one else turned up to that. No, well, no we enjoyed it. We had a lovely time. I know, we're mm. there with our dobbers. We are. Oh, and watching the people tutting every time someone went, how's it's like... So, yes, yeah, so we've, we're, um, because we've had, we're interru- rudely interrupted by Nikki French. <laughs> Don't uh, be cruel. Drew is going to stay with us a little bit longer, but we've had some comments. Uh-huh. Drew, would you like to hear these comments? Yes, please, yeah. Uh, it says, Drew's done a fab job with Easy Sleep. I've stayed a few times. It's just perfect and in a great location for everything. And that's from Steve in Cheadle. Oh, isn't that nice? Your five is in the poster. <laughs> uh, and another one that says that you are a huge Paris Hilton fan. Shh. Don't, don't read that And you one. wanted to be her best friend. I won't read about the rest of it, because stalking people is not very good, Drew. <laughs> so, tell us a bit more about the hotel. Um, it's just, it's a good fun hotel, where it is in the location. Um, as I say, it's right on Canal Street, and we've got bright pink front doors, and, like, our company oh, colours pink, and the blankets on the bed are bright pink and pink cushions. And so you've gone for the gay end of the market, Well, really, that was originally the plan, but with it being a budget hotel, like, we do get... Like it's only like fifty percent gay actually, but really, yeah. So it's not all gay, but um, yeah. And all our uniforms are pink, and yeah. So that's Absolutely. like because yes, I've seen your website. Give us the website address. Okay, so it's www.easysleep.net, and that's with a Z, and so you can uh, book online there. E a z y s l e e p dot Correct, net. Yeah, and the boy in the pictures is good for them. Were they just one you store the net, or did you actually meet that man? Which one do you mean on our adverts? Yes. Uh, um, my gra- my graphic designer friend. Your sort of grandma of got those. No. <laughs> oh, so th- so there's no one we actually know. Unfortunately, no, we don't no, get. I wish I did. I'm afraid. I can imagine. Uh, rather nice. And do you get a ca- that kind of caliber stopping at the hotel much? Do we get worth that kind of caliber of, of really good looking people? Yes. Yes, you do actually, especially at weekends. Do it's, you? Uh, and I normally look dog rough by the time they're checking in, sort of around seven eight pm on a Saturday <laughs> evening, and I've been working all week, and I, it gets quite depressing actually how you know good looking some of the people are who check in. So, are you working every day of the week at the minute? I then? did to begin with. I was a bit of a workaholic, and no one could tell me to slow down. But I've I'm only doing about five days a week now. I've have slowed down. That's good. Good. That's yeah. Brilliant. And is there a, is it anything that we can? Are we allowed to stop in bed all day if we're there? You know, the weekends after we've been to essentials. Or yeah, you can get late checkout on Sunday. So you can you don't won't have someone knocking on your door at eleven, you know, telling you to get out. You can get a late checkout, so and that's quite popular. That especially with just being a party hotel, you know. So is it is it is for people not want if you, if you want a quiet weekend away, it's not the place to go. No, it's not. But, but then Canal Street is not the place to be for a quiet weekend it's away. It's not is it? really. No, it's a good fun place. As I'm sure the listeners will know. But um, we've had we get quite a lot of passing trade people walking in and. Um, we had an Oxford professor and his like carer stay with us. They sort of walked past, and even though the front doors are bright pink and everything, and I don't think they really cottoned on to where they were staying. Um, and they were really? they were quite interesting, yeah. Um, and the, they had like all bags with them. Um, and after they checked in for about a week, I don't even think they realised it was in the gay area. They checked in for about a week. And then after a couple of days, this horrendous smell was coming from their room. So oh. I let myself in with a key, and they had, like, loads of cheeses. Oh. Like, oh. camembert cheese There weren't any stuff. dead bodies on the, de- no. on the bed? No. Nothing like that. So loads of... Where had they got the cheese from? I don't know, but I binned them just because the smell was so bad. Oh. And I was, like, gagging as I binned them. Um, and then they, they complained and, like, kicked off at me, and I had to reimburse them for the cost of the cheese. They said it tasted better when it smelled that disgusting. It does. We all know a bit about cheese. 
Hi, I'm Rowetta and you're listening to the Tuesday Night Out podcast. It's free, don't you know? I see. The great liberal thinker doesn't want to be seen out with a gay. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> How about a little um, bit of gay um, news? We've, we've still got Drew here. D- oh, Drew's yes. still here. Yeah, Drew, Drew's still here. Anywhere, I'm afraid. He was going to leave, but we opened the custard creams. <laughs> and, and he's... <laughs> and he's staying. Yeah, look at that! I know, half the pack he's, is gone. He, no, it's not that. It's the fact he's already on his third cup of tea and he's finished that off. I mean, really? What can I say? Oh, I must be making them okay. Uh, oh, crumbs, you'll never sleep, you. Uh, so, what do you think? Um, I've got a, so this support, apparently, for a traffic-free gay village in Manchesterford. Oh, oh right. Mm. Apparently, a preliminary survey of people using Manchester's gay village, mm-hmm. for, has found overwhelming support for plans to pedestrianise the area on Friday and Saturday nights. During a four-week pilot of a scheme in which parts of Savile Street, and it says here Bloomfield Street, mm-hmm. it's not in our village, that, is it? No. It'll be Bloom Street. Oh. Uh, they were closed. Oh. Salford University surveyed 103 people. Oh. How did they manage only to get 103 people on the Saturday Salford night? University. <gasps> now, now, dear. Uh, 87% of the people they spoke to thought pedestrianisation was a good idea and 90% thought that making the scheme permanent was a good idea too. You can imagine the questions that they asked really then. Mm. Do you think it would be a good idea to Mm. pedestrianise the street? Mm. Yes. No, actually it'd probably be, do you think being run over is a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. Oh, they'd like (laughs) pedestrianisation. Would you like to be run over on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Nothing to do with Hellman's mayonnaise. It's all doubly bowed a photo. Doubly bowed a photo. Yes. Manchester City Council has said that the number of crimes committed in the area during the pilot has also fallen. How how do they work that out? I don't know. Robbers only only come in cars. They can't walk anymore. Exactly. Um, So I don't quite understand that one. The the council is now consulting residents, local businesses, and visitors to the area to seek their views. They they asked me. They sent me a form. Oh yes. Oh yeah. What did you say? Um, I haven't really got round to replying to it yet. <laughs> it was only a yes or a no on a box. It wasn't. Oh, it was, was it no. a big form? Yeah. Oh, misses. And what are you? What are your thoughts on it as a as a um, premises owner? In the, it's in really the annoying when you're trying to drive through the village and there's drunk people like standing in the middle of the road and they don't move out the way. So, so is that a no? I don't really know what it is, but it, uh, you can't really get a car around there much anyway. You can you? Can the roads are so narrow. It's like Coronation Street. <laughs> Oh, so do you cobbles. think, do you think it, 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 at yeah. weekends it would be best to pedestrianise all of Bloom Street and fa- the area that they do for yeah, for probably. Pride? Yeah. yeah, it's probably the easiest thing. Probably, mm. but then where do you get your taxis from? I know, mm. but they're probably like, the taxis would be allowed in, wouldn't they? Although some of the taxi drivers are the worst ones, and they they fly they come up Sackville Street, and they fly over the bump where they yeah. at the end of the. But then if they're going to pedestrianise that, it's just going to make a right pain, isn't it, to get from, you know, to say Portland Street if you're coming from the motorway. Mm. And, it's, it's, and of it's course not about it, cars anymore, dear. It's about people walking. And of course now. it will block off a lot of parking spaces. It will. And so people will have to pay exorbitant prices in NCP car parks. Well, yeah, but a lot of the, on a lot of the metres you pay now and all the time anyway, don't you? Mm. It's awful. I like that one that you park in. Yes, the university car it's park. It's dark. It's, it may be dark, Where's but it's, that one? it's only three quid. Where's that? Um, just down, down, pointing again. down, down, down. If you come out, if you say if you came out of your hotel to yeah. the Canal Street and did a right, right. towards Tribeca, yes, right, crossed over Whitworth Street, mm-hmm. kept going down the hill. Is yeah. it Joshua Brooks? It's, and there's the retro bar, retro thing. bar. Yeah. Oh, I know. You mean. And do a right there. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's yes. the multi-story there. Yes. Oh, it's cheap. It's, yes, it's about two, three pound at the weekend. I shall recommend that to my guests. Then. Do yes, I would. Yes. It's better than that NCP. It is. Yes. 
brilliant stuff. Shall I go a bit of gay news? Yes, go on then. Uh, well, I'm going to move from Manchester towards Liverpool. Well, I, I, I would do, but my page keeps on jumping. Oh, is this, is this Liverpool hosting its first gay pride festival in over a decade? Well, let me see for you. The city of Liverpool will host its first Pride Festival in more than ten years, or a decade as we call it. That's a yes It has been announced. Uh, The date for Liverpool Pride 2010 will be August the 7th. So quite close to Manchesterford Pride, but not at the same time. Uh, It's a date organisers say will not clash with any other gay festivals. Uh, Liverpool does not currently have a Pride Festival, despite being the sixth most populous metropolitan area in England. It's celebrated Homotopia and LGBT Arts Festival for the last five years. Uh, Tommy McElravey, chair of Liverpool's LGBT Network, told the Lesbian and Gay Foundation the date was chosen based on what people told the Liverpool LGBT Network in their consultation event last year and in the town hall in May this year. We've also looked at other big pride events across the UK so as not to clash. We'll be making further announcements about how to get involved as a volunteer, performer, sponsor or event organiser over the next couple of months. The Pride Festival will take place five days after the second anniversary of Michael Causer's death as well. Oh, yes, of course. Mm. Mm. And, and we believe that we were just talking before about the, uh, the the lad who was attacked a couple of weeks ago. That we believe he's doing very well, but his name escapes me off the top of my head this moment in time. Mm. Oh, and incidentally, I've just had confirmation, by the way, from uh, from my other half that it's two pounds in that car park. Two pounds. Oh, I'm glad glad, glad somebody's listening. Oh, How's his tyre? Has the alkaloid cylinder been round yet? I don't know if his tyre's been fixed yet. I presume it has. Marvellous. The last time I went to, to uh, Pride in Liverpool, uh, it was, I think it was in the summer of 95. Well, it's got to be more than ten years ago, because they were horrible. Yes, indeed. Uh, but it was the night after that Michael Barrymore came out by being seen in uh, Paradise Factory. And it was the well. first time all summer I hadn't been in Paradise Factory that Friday night. And Michael Barrymore was there. I could have been the man in the pool. No, I could have been his boyfriend. How was gay? <laughs> How? People don't know I am. I suppose so. <laughs> not uh, many people. Not many people. Honestly, people talk about the Berlin no, Wall no. coming down 20 years ago. You reminisce about Michael Barrymore coming out. It shows the shallowness, doesn't it? It does indeed. <laughs> no, but some people, they just thought he was flamboyant. Mm. Larry Grayson, you know, he was the same. Yes, no, no one thought he was gay. Or oh, Liberace. Shut door. Or this one. <laughs> I'm free! Yeah. No one ever thought John Emery was gay. No. I'm free! No. Shall we, can I play you? Can I play you? Can I play you? The new Shirley Bassey? Yeah. Go on, then. I don't know which, but I think it's this one. Ready? This is the new one, and it's the girl from Tiger Bay. Okay.
Rock Hudson, Michael Barrymore, Elton John, all married before they went the other way. Mother, one night at the theatre is not going to turn Ken <laughs> gay. And you're right. At his age, it's very hard to break into something new. But, yes, so you're on Tuesday Night Out now, and we're very, very excited. I can't mm-hmm. believe you can tell how excited I am. We're crossing over now live to the Royal Exchange Theatre. Ooh. Where we've got three, f- three fabulous Coronation Street stars to talk to. Well, we've got two, and then we've got Robert. So, you are right, love? Uh, yeah, yeah, is it me first, then? You, right, I'll talk to you first, yeah. Robert. Let's, so, get the, let's get the dust cut out of the way, then, shall we? Yeah, well, let's get warmed up with you, and then right, uh, okay. we'll talk to the, the popper stars in a second. So, you are, on, you, you are Robert Reed, you are a friend of our, our show, and you actually you used to have your own show here on WFM, didn't you? I certainly did the Out to Lunch programme on very, Tuesday. Very good. No Mark Harmon, but very good, otherwise. No. No, we can't have everything, can we? No. Who was it? You played Sister Sledge or something? Um, the Pointer Sisters. I knew it was uh, somebody awful. Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. And Good any- evening, um, Anthony. Oh. Hello. Oh, How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Just... Let me talk to the good presenter. Oh, all right, thanks. I'll just, I'll just yeah. <laughs> you see? Yes, it's, it's a good job we know each other, isn't it? Well, you know. You know what Murray's like anyway, don't you? Oh, I know that, yeah. Oh, so... Anyway, we're live from the Royal Exchange. We've just seen a marvellous show called The Entertainer. Oh, so right. We're all, we're all on a high from it, so... Uh, does he actually yeah. do something up high? Is that what? Because I've heard people say this about high on this play a couple of times. Is there something acro- acrobatic in it, or is it just a very good play? It's quite, uh, it's quite acrobatic in its way. It's, it's, actually, it's, it's quite, it's, it's very, it's what it is. It's an entertaining pro- um, show. So uh, Sue, Sue's with us, and Mark Eden, who played Alan Bradley. So they're all dying to talk to you. Excellent. So, but if people who don't know, you were in Coronation Street just last Friday, weren't you? I certainly was. I was very lucky to get this role of Horace Steele. Um, initially two episodes, but um, he uh, he's made quite an impact, apparently. Did it? <laughs> you know, with the general public, so it's been very nice to get the feedback. Oh, so do you, do you uh, think they might give you another go? Well, no, it's in the lap of the gods now, but, uh, you know, it, it, to work with, with Norris, I mean, Malcolm Heaven's such a brilliant actor to work with, and yeah. somehow it just seemed to to gel. It was, yeah. it was brilliant, and little Simon was great, wasn't he, when he came into oh, the shop? Oh, fantastic. What a little, fantastic little actor he is. He's brilliant, you isn't know, he? So, so for me, it was just, for me, as a humble actor, you know, a jobbing actor, it was just lovely to get that role. So, but you have been in it in the past, haven't you? Oh, I've been in it in the past, yeah. I was in it in 1986, um, you know, and uh, then I was in it a couple of years ago, playing this nosy neighbour called Maurice Pond, who had a scene with Stephen Lloyd. Stephen... And then... Uh, and then the rice, and then the casting people decided to bring me in for this role of Horace Steele. So I don't know whether it's uh, because I'm a nosy type of person. I don't know. Well, I just saw, I just saw you. I didn't see any any actual acting. It was just you being yourself, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, really? he's always oh, got a cutting tongue. That one hasn't oh, he? Certainly has, Anthony. Now do you put up with him? Um, well, I only see him for two hours a week, and that's enough. And yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't answer yeah. my texts in the week, otherwise. <laughs> a bit like yeah, yourself. That was a basic story for two episodes, and uh, as far as I know, Horace is still walking down the cobbled streets waiting for the bus. Indeed, he's stood at the end outside Audrey's, isn't he, at the minute? Well, he's outside Audrey's now, and actually Audrey's just got about to come out and uh, see what he wants. Shall we have a chat to Audrey? Yeah, anyway, thanks for ringing, and I'll, I'll just get hold of Sue Nichols as we speak. Thank and, you very much. Um, and she's on her way as we speak now, so if you... WSM 97 point, ready to present mode here. Hey, well done. Do a link. You can take the old pro out of the studio or something. <laughs> anyway, all the best. And Cheers, love. Here she is, the icon herself. She's just about putting the scissors down, doing my hair, and two nickels. 
Is that the honourable honor- Susan Francis Harmer Nichols? Well, it is actually. <laughs> oh my God! And can you spell it? Because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, oh. I've got you on Wikipedia. <laughs> this oh, you lovely, lovely people! I have to say, I kidnapped Horace on the way here, <laughs> and I've dragged him to the theatre, <laughs> and we've had a lovely evening, and we're here. It's so camp. Here we are in the Royal Exchange doing an interview <laughs> with you on your wonderful show. Hello. Thank you very much. Oh no, thank you for uh, coming on. I can't believe we're talking to you. Well, I can't believe I'm talking to you. So, we're going to <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've been a fabulous character in Coronation Street for more than a couple of years now, haven't you? You've, you I know. have. I've, I've been lucky. I was in it in '79. My God, wow. don't even ask my age. But um, the dinosaur lives, um, <laughs> and. Uh, it's been fabulous, and they've given me some fabulous stuff. But I have to say, uh, now I am of the dinosaur age, I'm actually possibly enjoying it more than I ever have. I don't know what that says about me, but um, I, I kind of like Audrey possibly more now than I ever have, uh, because she's kind of uh, relaxed a bit more, and she's yes. family orientated and all that, you know, and I hope she still gets into a bit of trouble, uh, which she does, but uh, I kind of like that, it's a bit laid back now, so that's fine. Well, she's always good when she falls out with Gail and she gives Gail some advice well, that, and stuff. Is, uh, may I give you a hint here, yes, there's a lot of that coming up. I can imagine. So happy oh. about that, yes, and I'm a bit of a busybody, and I don't like Joe and all that, so that's oh, all do you coming not? up. No, well... I like Joe, Sue Nichols like Joe, but I mean, I think Audrey, I don't know why Audrey's a bit kind of suspicious of him because he doesn't really kind of offer anything, does it? And it's a bit worrying, and Gail really has um, had her fill. She's the worst picker out for God's she sake of she. men. She's not but of course, Audrey's a wonderful picker of men, isn't she? Um, well, at least Audrey's not picked someone who decided to try and murder them all by driving them into no, a canal. No! But wait till you see what happens She's got a bit of a good time thing coming up um, I? But I don't want to say any more than that But um, do. <laughs> it's all quite exciting really Now can, uh, can, can I just It's Anthony Can I just say though y- yeah. you, you were a big part of my childhood as well Oh no I was going to say that as well In Rent-A-Ghost my darling, if you could see me, I'm, I'm now holding my nose, <laughs> and my hair is in ribbons, and it's back home to ever, and I'm jumping up and down and saying, darling, I think you are wonderful, <laughs> Mr. Clearport. I Just whatever you do, don't it. sneeze. <laughs> Oh. I can't believe it, I'm sneezing, yes. <laughs> oh, and it was also, fabulous when um, uh, It's just wonderful that people remember. I love that. Of course I was with the wonderful Christopher Biggins. Oh, yes. And I used to giggle like mad, and we were told off a lot by the producer because we laughed a lot. <laughs> Um, on screen, yes. appalling. But um, no, I loved Rent Ghost, and it was, a, and I still am chased. I'm happy to say, at this ancient age, I am. I am still accosted, not not chased, sadly, <laughs> accosted in Sainsbury's <laughs> in Salford by young men who, of course, it's wonderful. You say, I remember you, and I'm thinking, oh God, what's coming? But from Rent Ghost, so I, I am so devoted to that because I meet all my young men that way. <laughs> Uh, you included. You, you included. did. It's all your yes. fault. Yes. Oh, sweetheart. So follow me around saying this, please. <laughs> I did see you in Kendall's once. Oh, and did I snub you? No, no, you smiled. 
Oh, did I? Oh, well, that's nice. You did. You were very I, nice, actually. I, did, I said to my friend, I went, oh, look, she's lovely. Was I buying perfume and stuff like that? No, you were in the men's extension thing downstairs. Oh. <laughs> the men's extension? I beg your pardon, <laughs> Mrs. Oh, what, right. what department's oh, sorry, that, sorry? Yes. Well, that's my other life coming out, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I believe you, you carry the corpse of a dead character around with you at all times. Is this true? Oh. What, what? Tell me, tell me. No, I, I don't Your husband. That. Your husband. <laughs> Oh my God, he's here, yes. He's here. Well, he, he's, where is he now? He's probably gone to the loo. Oh no, he can't come. He can't come. Um, That's all right. Anyway, he can't come, and I'm terribly sorry about this. But he's talking to the star of the show at, at, at where oh. we are, which is uh, David uh, Schofield. Oh, and he's oh. just. Um, and I, we are honestly. I know this seems really camp and ridiculous. We're in the bar <laughs> of the Royal Exchange. Mm, fabulous. Um, as I said, I did. I drank. I, I drank. Well, mm, yes, I you have drank. been, haven't you? I dragged my friend Robert Maxfield, who I adore. He's my he's my, he's my bestest friend in the whole world. But Aww. I dragged his he, him because he was so brilliant as Horace just recently on Coronation Street. He was. Um, and I've dragged him to the theatre, and we have had a lovely time. But to get on your show, we 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 had to phone you from here because we wouldn't have been home in time. So, oh, you're wonderful. Um, and I'm really sorry, but can we come back again, Mark and I, and, and yes. Robert? Hmm? You can, can we speak to you again? You're more yes. than welcome on any time you like. You can come any time you I like, yes. And, I will come and, and be far better than I am tonight. That's all right. Can, uh, we, can we ask how Blanche is as well? Is, is Blanche okay? Oh, well, Blanche, yes, she's not at all well. No. But um, mm. she's getting okay. She's not okay. I, shouldn't, I, I don't actually know what... what the situation, but mm. she has. She did have a really bad turn, as we say up north. Yeah. Yes, and um, she, but she is getting over it. So uh, it might be a while, but as soon as she's better, I'm sure. Yes, she'd love to do that. Brilliant. So, always so, send her, uh, send her best, and you're welcome on our show anytime you like. I will be there, darling. Oh, thank and you I'll so bring much. the bottle, and I'll bring some crisps and everything else. Hey, hey. Because <laughs> oh. Audrey always brings Carver. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, actually, I like Carver. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, bless you. I'm going Thank to you so you much. Now. Thank you very much. I'll I speak to you, you soon. I love your station, may I say. I really do. And I would love to be on it more. So here's Robert. Thank you so much um, for coming and talking to us. And I uh, hope to meet you soon. Definitely. And you. Thank you. Okay. Thank you so much. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Okay. Has Audrey been at the bottle? She's uh, lovely. <laughs> How many bottles has she been at, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> she was fabulous. She's wonderful. Yes. Absolutely wonderful. Anyway, nice to talk to you. And you, sir. Yes. She's going to come on and see us soon. Sorry? She's going to come on and see us soon. Is that what she said? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you are, you see. Brilliant. Believe me again, never forget. The, pa- the power yeah. of WFM. Yes. Indeed. Well, thank you so much right. for speaking to us tonight, and we'll speak to you again soon. Keep up, keep up the good work, Anthony. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep him in check. <laughs> and and on right, that thanks. note, thank you. Thanks for ringing. Bye-bye. Nasty
can't get enough Just like a rainbow, you know you set me free And I just can't get enough And I just can't get enough You're like an angel and you give me your love And I just can't seem to This is Julia Esmond-Dalsh, a.k.a. Hayley Poppy from Coronation Street, and you're listening to Tuesday Night Out. It's not just for the gays, you know. Oh, it's just like Corrie-tastic. We are Corrie-tastic. It's like, oh, how excited are we? We're like dumbstruck. We didn't know that was going to happen. No. But we weren't certain it was going to happen. And to speak to Audrey Roberts... And we spoke to Audrey Roberts. Audrey Roberts. Wasn't she fabulous? Oh, that's lovely. Wasn't she a bit drunk? No, I think, I think she'd, she'd had been a couple on of the Barclay car. She had, hasn't she? Mm. I think she'd have been on the carver if that's what she's saying. She's this one. And her husband is, uh, who, is the actor who's played Alan Bradley, for those yes. who don't know, who got run over by a tram in the 80s. Yes, when he was chasing Rita at Blackpool. It was, in a Mac. That I used to have, oh, that lovely Mac of Rita's. I've had a message in, because we talked about Rent-A-Ghost. Now, for anyone who doesn't mm. know, Rent-A-Ghost was a, a children's television comedy show mm. uh, broadcast on the BBC between January 76 and June 84. No. And my friend Patrick, who I'm going to play a song for in a second, mm. said he used to fancy Timothy Claypole when he was eight. I actually quite did as well, to be honest. Okay. But, he, had, but okay. he was a clone, he had a beard. Mm. And he wore a silly minstrel's hat. Yes. You know, what's going on there. Uh, yes, so uh, it was called, it was, it was, the company located in South Ealing is run by Fred Mumford, a recently deceased loser who feels he can find work for ghosts whose lives were as failed as his. His first and only recruits are Timothy Claypole, a mischievous jester with a comical lack of knowledge about modern technology, and Hubert Davenport, a delicate Victorian-era gentleman who is more shocked by the modern world. The ghosts work from an office which they rent from Harold Meeker, oh yeah, Mr Meeker, mm. who discovers the truth about them in the third episode. Oh, no. Over the course of several series, other characters are added, Hazel McWitch, mm. Nadia Popoff, a.k.a. A- Audrey Roberts, Roberts. <laughs> yes, uh, and, and Dobby in the pantomime hall, of course yes yes brilliant stuff and of course he did have um, Christopher Christopher Biggins as Adam Painting a local entrepreneur if your mansion house needs haunting just call rent a ghost we've got spooks and ghouls and freaks and fools at rent a ghost hear the phantom of the opera sing a haunting melody remember what you see is not a mystery but rent a ghost Continuing the recorded interviews with... Oh, not that I've got that off YouTube or anything. No, but, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> but there you go, that was the, th- the theme to, to Lovely Went to Ghost there. So I'd put Corrie on, but we've not got that one either. Oh. Aww. We're just so mad. We're not going to bother doing the rest of the show, are we? No, we've no. just spoken to... Just spoken to Audrey Roberts. Audrey Roberts. Yes. <laughs> There's no point in living anymore. I've fulfilled most of my... Th- I've only got one left now. 
plants. Well, I was going to say, well, is that what, to become a ladyboy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Anyway, so, Give yes. me a knife. <laughs> should we do a bit of, uh, bit of gay news, or should we just not bother? Yeah, I can, I can do you a bit of gay news. So, uh, but, so anyway, how good was Audrey Roberts? <laughs> how good was Audrey Roberts? <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. Fabulous. I know. Not we, do, we didn't really know it was definitely going to happen, and then when we no. found it was going to happen, we sat here and went... What do we do? We didn't even bother bother preparing for it, had we? Oh wow! I know. Right. um, Yes. Shall I? Shall I just move us back into the world of gays? Back into the gay world. Not that we ever left it. Right. uh, Gay men meeting for sex in public places in Manchester, or cruising, as it's better known, Mm. uh, should be tolerated, not arrested. The gay rights group Outrage has said, Mm. following reports of a police crackdown on cruising in the city's canal area. Outrage says there should be a sensible, long-term, and fair approach to the issues in. Uh, tolerated cruising areas, possibly. Manchester police are implementing more patrols along the canal towpath after a number of complaints about robberies and assaults. The area has long been a popular spot for men meeting for sex, but cruisers are now being warned they face arrest if caught. Outrage claims that recent messages passed on by the community of the North West Bay West-based Gay and Lesbian Foundation are confusing because there are no laws which specifically state that having sex in public places is illegal. Police may charge cruisers with outraging public decency. The public. Their decency was outraged. Uh, But this is usually reserved for persistent offenders or when activity has been viewed by members of the public. The gay group believes it's time for a rethink on the issue, saying that cruising is an important part of the gay community and cannot be ignored. Outrage member David Henry told Pink News, The area that we're talking about, cruising is tolerated unofficially, but there's quite a lot of anger in the gay community about how it's being handled. It's only a small number of local residents complaining, and it's not like there are letters to the local paper about it. The gay community has been victimised and singled out. It's a red-light area with plenty of heterosexual sex workers and curb crawlers, and they are tolerated. A lot of it is obvious homophobia. We'd like other agencies, such as the police and council, to get behind this concept of tolerated gay cruising areas. There are other places, such as Brighton and Blackpool, possibly also Liverpool, where this is in place. When asked about whether cruising areas were more attractive to married men and those in the closet, Henry said, There is definitely an element of that, but not as much as it used to be in the past. He added, In old-style outrage language, it's about sexual liberation. There isn't a long-term solution, but it is needed. Mm. So, what do you think about people being able to le- allowed to go cottaging down the canal or cruising down the canal? Do you think they should be just left to it? Pretty much, if they want to. I think people are going to do it wherever. Yeah, there's always going to be some need for. There has been some discussion but, online but, about. But the it. thing is, if you're engaging in acts like that, then you have to accept the fact that there will be people down there who will try and rob you. Yes. And there's no way of policing that. Either. If, no. if the only way of getting rid of all of that would be to get rid of everybody down there at all. Yes. But it would then just pop up somewhere else. So perhaps policing the whole thing would be a better idea. Or sensible policing. But as my father said, don't push it down people's throats. <laughs> no, which you know, you don't, you know, no. it can be quite visible. If you're going past on a canal barge, potting along and there's some blokes mm. sat there on his knees on mm. the canal side, it's not the best thing in the world to see, is it? But I thought it all sort of went on at night. No, it, goes on, it does go on during the day. Oh, right. Unfortunately, it's there in the day as well. So, yes, that's what the internet's for. Uh, <laughs> Is it? Yes, apparently. Right. That's what I use it for. Anyway, Daily Mail communist, communist, I've done it again, oh. columnist, yes. Jan Moyer wins yes. Stonewall Bigot of the Year Award. Congratulations, Jan. Indeed. Jan Moyer, the Daily Mail columnist, I can't even say. Doesn't she get it jointly with someone as well? No, it does, don't know. Yes, I think she did. She got it jointly. 
I think she got it jointly with Father John Owen, the priest who said most paedophiles were gay. Oh, yes. Moya was a late nominee, but was chosen after Stonewall received an unprecedented response from its members following the publication of her piece last month. Mm. Last night's ceremony, that was uh, last Thursday's ceremony, mm. at the Victorian Albert Museum was opened by Stonewall Chief Exec Ben Summerskill, who spoke about the recent attack on Liverpool policeman James Parks. Citing the MP David Wilshire, who is being investigated over his expenses, Summerskill reminded the crowd he was a politician who pushed Section 28, which banned teaching about homosexuality in schools through Parliament. Mm. Mm. He said if any government tries again to introduce a piece of legislation as offensive as demeaning as Section 28, Stonewall is here and we will fight back. Summerskill then introduced television presenter Gok Wan as the evening's host. Mm. Uh, sticking with the Stonewall Awards as yes. well, uh, Andrew Cowles, the civil partner of the late Boys Own star Stephen Gately, made his first public appearance yes. there since well, first since uh, Stephen died four weeks ago. Uh, he was at the Stonewall Awards where he collected the Entertainer of the Year award on behalf of Boys Own. He got the biggest cheer of the night while walking up to the stage to collect the award from Gok Wan. Mm. Accepting the accolade, he spoke about the band's choice to feature Gately in a relationship with a man in one of the band's videos. He said, It wasn't a press thing, wasn't a marketing thing, it was because the guys loved Stephen so much. He also mentioned the public ang- anger over Jan Moyer's article, which called Gately's death sleazy. He called the piece very insensitive and received a standing ovation when he thanked people for the 22,000 complaints sent to the Press Complaints Commission. The final award of the, annou- of the evening was the Hero of the Year Award. Mm, and who, who won that? That was the Reverend Scott Rennie, the gay man who was appointed as Minister of Queen's Cross Church in Aberdeen. Rennie's ordination was opposed by many because he, he lives with another man. Lordy. Not with him. Is, is he a Man. gay? No. Oh. But his congregation overwhelmingly selected him as their minister. Accepting his award, Rennie said, Thank you very much. I am deeply humbled to receive this. He also paid tribute to his congregation, thanking them for their support. Excellent. And we need to play a song I've been threatening to play all evening. Yes. This is for, for Patrick and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the couple, as you will know, do our Eurovision coverage every year mm. so we'll have been creaming their knickers just as much as we have with Nicky French being on this evening followed <laughs> <laughs> by Audrey Roberts <laughs> so the, the very first song they played at their wedding on Saturday which I couldn't go to because I look like a chipmunk was uh, was Waterloo and it was in Dartmouth it was Dartmouth's first gay wedding or something Ooh. and it'll be the last if they have their wedding you know mm. so here we are it's Waterloo it is honestly we'll be a second honestly yeah you play it
You're terrible, Muriel. Mm. Indeed. I'm going to finish the show tonight with another Coronation Street thing. Wow. Not that we're obsessed. No, 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 no. We no. Don't, I don't even watch the show. No, I don't. No. Never seen it. But did you see the other night? Not even heard of it. The other night, the, uh, the new debt collector. Mm. Oh, I can go around and collect my debts. Oh, really? Oh, missus. Oh. I'd let him drive away in my van any time he likes. Oh. I was like, oh, where's my credit card? I was say, oh, I was. I want to loan Shark. Quickly. I see. He was quite fit. Anyway, yes. yes. Any more gay news, dear? Gay news? Oh, um, I, I, I'm trying to... Um, oh, I've got one, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Oh, good, good. Can you find one? Um, yes. Tuesday night out. I've just been caught out. Have you? The wife never listens. But I've just had a text. Oh, yes. The loan shark, eh? Well, well, well. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, darling. It wasn't... Uh, nothing, nothing really. Nothing. No, nothing. no. no we'll, play the, we'll play the last song just for you in a moment. <laughs> I know what you're going to play, though, now, so... <laughs> Never mind. I had another one. MPs vote against free speech protection on the gay hate law. Okay. Just, just this afternoon. Uh, the House of Commons voted last night to reject an amendment which would protect free speech in a bill designed to protect gays and lesbians from homophobic hatred. The amendment was added uh, was added Lord Waddington and supported by by other peers. The, tell you, the pink news are doing really badly with their spelling at the minute. Uh, was re- but was rejected, 342 votes to 145 by MPs last night. It was the fourth time the Commons had voted on it. So there you go. Mm. Yes, I think, think I think I, I'm, I'm out of news. Are you out yeah. of news? Uh, of French news, lesbian yeah. couple win their 11 year battle to adopt. Yes, uh, yes, a lesbian couple in France have won their 11 year battle to adopt. There you go. One of the women has been referred <laughs> oh, to. Well, that's the news then. <laughs> Emmanuel B. Oh, we haven't done the competition. Let's win the competition. Oh, quick, yes, um, right, um, uh, right. Uh, uh, Oh well, we'll, pick, we'll, we'll let you know in a minute. We'll we'll pick something during the song. We haven't chosen. We haven't actually sorted that out. Yes, but it is your boiler that obviously British gas will come boiler, around. Not we'll, your bed, not your shed. And during the next song, which is, uh, we'll, we will. Oh god, it's my text is going again. We'll uh, we will tell you who the winner was before the end of the We've show. We've been all flushed today. Ever since Audrey Roberts <laughs> popped Roberts up on the show. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? Uh, so there you go. Right, uh, that's us done. Oh. You ready? Yes. I've got the highlight of the show. Oh, yes. Yes. Wrong one. Highlight of the show for you now. <laughs> we haven't played her for a very long time. No. And she is back on the television at half nine on Saturday nights in the Impression Show with John Colshaw. And here she is trying to do an impression of Kylie Minogue's I Believe in You. Not very well. It's Deborah Stevenson. You've still got a bit more. She's not finished yet, Con. Okay. You don't know when it, it starts, do you? Oh, it, she's quite good. If, if you, by the way, think that your cat is screaming at the moment, no, it's not. It's, it's just, just the music we're playing in the back. We love Deborah Stevens. We do, yes. Mm. I don't believe you know me, although you know my name. I don't believe the faults I have are only mine to blame. I don't believe that magic is only in the mind. I don't believe I love somebody just to pass the time.
There's Deborah Stevenson crucifying yet another song off the album In the Sunshine. We need Car- I want Carla on. Do we? Yeah. We need to get Carla on. Oh. Does she release any hits? No. No. Never mind. See, good job you got this. It could, it could have been Babushka. That's the end of the Tuesday Night Out podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to it live every Tuesday evening, 9 o'clock, on wfmradio.org. And get the podcast at tuesdaynightout.co.uk.